Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. When I was early on in my spiritual aspirant years as a you know, young person, really, probably 17, 18, something like that, <clears throat> I heard a teaching. Is it too loud? Is it too loud? A little something. What does it need? A little down? A little bit. How's that? Can you hear me okay? Yeah? I heard a teaching which I think was really, really helpful a lot. And it was when you don't get what you want, you get a learning experience. <laughs> you know, sometimes don't you get a little tired of having learning experiences? <laughs> I just got one. <laughs> if you didn't know, I was on a vacation in Hawaii, and on the second day I broke my foot. And um, without going into all the exciting drama, <laughs> unless you want to hear the details. Um, after I had settled in and was basically, you know, sitting out overlooking the ocean and recuperating, I asked myself, um, is there something I have to learn from? Is there something I missed here? Is there something that if I had known, you know, it would have avoided this happening or something like that? And the thing that came to me was the realization that <clears throat> in this body-mind nervous system, I've always had way more energy than this body could handle. Always. <laughs> Since I was little. And so I subsequently, inadvertently, would injure myself because I would do things or push feeling like that was normal. So I thought, oh, I'm pushing too hard. I'm like pushing or something like that. That's what I thought it was. And I shared it with a couple of friends and they thought, yeah, that, that sounds right. And um, you're kind of pushy. So. <laughs> but then after getting back to San Francisco and dealing with 31 steps, up and down in my apartment and all of that. And I was, you know, getting used to my walking boot and getting better. And all of a sudden, I was walking in my apartment and something happened and a light went off and I thought, oh my God, now I know why I broke my foot. And if you send in your answers, we will. <laughs> have a drawing next week. 
I was walking into my bedroom and my foot hit a, uh, a cabinet going in. No, the boot, and it fortunately. And I said, and then I realized I didn't see it. And then I realized, oh my God, I have compromised vision. I have retina damage in my left eye. And I actually don't see my feet unless I consciously turn my eyes downward. And I'm regularly stubbing my toes, tripping on curbs and things like that. And I realized that when I was carrying the bag of ice to the car to put in the cooler in Hawaii, in the parking lot of the grocery store, the way the cars were and the parking barricades for the cars, I thought my foot was going on the ground when it was actually stepping on a parking barricade, which is a triangular cement bar, right? And, and, it sa and then it, and I heard the snap. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I know it. Sometimes when I talk about it, I actually almost start crying. Um, and so I realized I didn't see it. And so, believe it or not, the teaching is something I probably heard before nursery school, which was, watch your step. <laughs> and, I'm and when I say I'm a slow learner, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> you know, and it's literally, and, I, and so now I'm calling it my lucky break. Because, you know, broken fifth metatarsal, it's a month of inconvenience and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I thought, wow, I just got a very beneficial message. Like, wake the up <laughs> and pay attention and it's not so easy you know it's not so easy to reprogram or add in new programming to basically an automated system even though we be we can become incredibly aware and mindful and present to actually bring a conscious change to very long-term programming in our nervous system is not so easy. Not even I'm watching now how often I'm not seeing my feet. And it's, you know, like, whoa. It's, 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 so I think that what's important in this is to certainly be persistent in learning in applying learning, but also patient, because it's really hard to learn. And when I say learn, I'm not, and as you often have heard me say, I'm not talking about accumulating knowledge or information, because I do have the information. Watch your step. I've had that my whole life. <laughs> but that isn't enough. Hearing the teachings or hearing the way or what what may, how it may happen, that's important, but then how do you apply it? How do you bring it into your current reality of your life? And I think that's the profound step-by-step -step life that we have and how we begin to integrate more and more and more the awakening that you're working very hard to cultivate 
in your practice, in your inner search, in your healing, that it then is bringing it into just your ordinary life, your relationships, your work, all of it, how you take care of yourself and others and the planet as well. So I, I'm lately been saying, you know, there's two ways to live life, you know, live and learn or live and don't learn. <laughs> and, and so we are forced to learn clearly. And, uh, and it's often really, really difficult. Really, really difficult. So, I have to say that it was really moving to see you here tonight and it brought tears to my eyes because I was so touched to feel a room fill a, filled with people who are so, you know, committed and sincere and um, deeply opening and transforming. So it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you and to share the space of awareness. So I just want to thank you so much for being here tonight. This deeply nourishes my heart. So thank you. I'd like to say a little more about the process, what I am really am speaking of when I speak of learning, because I think we get very impatient in our process. We have an experience, we have a profound insight, we even have a transform transformative insight, and then we want everything to be, you know, improved in a certain way. Or we expect that or hope for that. It's very common. And what we often more likely find is that we have that and then we still have to deal with a lot that's still happening. And I think this is what I hear in the work with others, maybe the most difficult and frustrating reality that's reoccurring. Because we take it to mean something that is possibly, what? Negative about ourself or our approach or what we're doing or that we don't really understand it or it's not really working or some, something's wrong because it's not happening the way I thought it was going to happen, I expected it to happen, someone else said it was going to happen, or how it happened to them, or something like that, right? So learning, the important thing to understand is learning is not knowing. It's a kind of profound evolutionary process of life itself. And so we often have to slow ourselves down or stop, literally. And I was stopped, literally, <laughs> on this vacation in a way that, in a way, was kind of great for me, actually. Yeah. We have to stop and really look again without what we think is happening projected onto what's happening. And not even think 
about it. Not even analyze it or compare it or judge it, but rather become more sensitive to the nuances of sensory perception. So how we see, how we hear, how we feel, how we taste, how every, every, every sense becomes um, new. There's a, there's, a, there's a freshness to the realm I'm calling learning. There's a newness to it. It's not organized in thinking and categorized and identified. We do that later because that's just what the mind does. But be careful with that automatic kind of whatever, measurement process, calibration process. Be careful with that because you can easily get into deciding what's happening and how you're doing and assess accordingly. And all of that is literally equals identifying or becoming an identity, creating a construct of identity. Again, that's just normal human functioning to have that happen. But be careful if it takes the lead, if it becomes the dominant force, the one who's pushing. Right. And you'll know, because if you take a breath and stop, you'll feel the stress. You'll feel the holding. You'll feel the wanting, the longing. You'll feel the aversion, the not wanting, the resistance. And that's why in mindfulness training, basic training, really, you're paying attention to those fundamental program programmings in the nervous system without judgment, without conclusions, and being able to bring attention and awareness in such a way that awareness itself starts to come into the foreground. Presence, alive, interconnected consciousness begins to become foreground. What we call awakening. It's a totally natural shift and how we become free. And the, this may not sound like good news, but the good news is, and I can explain why it's good news, it's your whole life. In fact, it's the meaning of life to have that journey like that. Otherwise, you're always trying to get to my enlightenment when it's all gonna be Super groovy. <laughs> Not. <laughs> no, it's going to be your life. And you're going to have the facility to have very quick bounce back. Very extraordinary healing.
I'm, I, you know, this isn't even three weeks yet. And I feel like I'm walking around normally right now, even though I have a boot on. I mean, it's not healed fully, but it's, it's doing well. And I know that all the, the lifetime of attention that has been cultivated is playing a part for sure. And it's been, you know, part of my practice when I'm resting and recovering to just be there in that foot, in that bone, in that energy field that connects to the whole body system, energy system, and to all energy. And it's really always, you know, awe-inspiring to be in that. So this is what I think leads us to trusting our life, which I can tell you from a lot of the incredible, difficult places I've been in my life, sometimes really, really hard to return to trust. Very easy to get into despair and um, cynicism and hopelessness. Very easy to fall into those mindsets. So, but you know, the other good news is that as you cultivate awakening, you have that fundamental force of transformation that can't be put back in the bottle. It, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, as I've said many times. It's going to keep guiding you forward through whatever it is you have to go through and whatever it is you have to learn. Rather remarkable. And I can even feel and am experiencing a deeper gestation of being happening in this life now. Ironically, as a result, or at least part of what happened in this so-called mishap or accident. <laughs> I mean, I've been home a lot, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but the journey is my brother dying, boom. June 27, I got diagnosed with um, temporal arteritis, which means I have to take prednisone. It's an inflammation of the blood vessels, really intense. Hmm. And then um, July 31st, cooking artichokes in my kitchen, then suddenly got high, tight, tight, thought I was going to, thought I was having a heart attack, passed out, fell on the floor, went to the ER, sent me home, but I had a compression fracture, which they didn't diagnose. And um, hmm. so I've got a lot going on here. Wow. And um, I've actually been in really good spirits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> you just go with the flow, right? That's what John Bernie well, says. Yeah, <laughs> but you, yeah, but it's, but you, but you deeply have realized it. Elizabeth, so that's there for you, here for you through these incredible challenges that you're going through right now. You've got it available, which is the great blessing, really, 
with when we go through these extremely difficult situations. Yeah, I, I haven't, um, I've, I've felt incredibly vulnerable and I felt like I'm getting realigned, you know, like really realigned. And um, I feel like I'm more tuned in than I've ever been. And uh, I haven't been depressed or sad or, I mean, I cry, but the crying's like the vulnerableness. It's the trauma coming out too, probably, the yeah. healing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I know my body's healing, but not but, not but. And it's kind of an adventure. <laughs> no kidding. Learning. Yeah, like that. Learning is an adventure. I it's like, like that. Yeah. Right on. So I just am so grateful I could be here tonight, and I just wanted to take some quiet time together. <laughs> So glad to see you. Yeah. I I didn't remember, but when I saw you, I just got so emotional. I didn't know why. <laughs> Any screen sharing? Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Fragile, but beautiful. You just, uh, yeah, and there is a deepening something, definitely, without question. I think often we have to, in a sense, metaphorically get broken to actually expand and become more what we really are. Yeah. I don't mean physically go through trauma necessarily, but something has to un has to let go. Yeah. It just does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The other thing I would say and what I'm noticing just energetically is I'm sure you're already, I can sense that you're already aware of this, is just really be aware of your, the energy lines going through your whole structure down into the ground. Uh, really feeling of your mer your meridians right now. And just make sure that, and they feel like they're open in your legs actually, which is really good, and through your feet. Now that's, and as you said something like being more, you're getting more, I can, f I can that's definitely happening. Yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, expanding and getting mm -hmm. bigger, <laughs> mm -hmm. energetically bigger. Yeah. And tuned in mm -hmm. to more. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> mm. Did I give you the bone healing formula remedy? There's a, there's a pharmacy in San Rafael. I can make it up for you. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. Okay. Yeah, it's really, they, it, Hahnemann has 50,000 remedies, so they've got it. Okay. It's a super potent one that was given to me in 98 when I had a bike injury and multiple fractures. Okay, cool. And it will really help. Okay. Yeah, I've been taking it. Not yet, but. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, make sure, text me or something if you don't, yeah. and I'll get it to you right away. Okay. Good. So glad to see you. Love you so much. Love you too. Thank yeah. you. I'm so glad I could come.
Yeah, me too. You gonna be okay getting up? Take it slow. Take it easy. Real easy. So I'm um, working on, as you might recall, the opening my eyes and noticing that there's such a huge difference in my perception of awareness, my ability to feel. Hang on. Uh-huh. Okay. My ability to feel it or relax into it. Mm-hmm. And actually during this sit, I kind of sort of realized what the main difference is. When I close my eyes, it's like there's this place here that is able to relax and then sit into the awareness and sit into the presence. And then that, when I open my eyes, I still can feel the awareness but I can also feel this somehow. In here. Right here. In your solar plexus. Yeah, right here, right below the rib Starts cage. to hold in. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. immediate. And right. there's and there's like a sad, like, like when, then when I close my eyes, I feel the sadness. And then I, you know, I mean, it's like a, it's like a tightening. So you're, pra- this is your practice right now. And it's good. This is, this is so right on. It's really how it works because we begin to see that we, you know, when you're when you're interacting or when you're with, uh, you know, whatever, there's this immediate protectedness that goes in that this nervous system puts up a wall kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. It takes a while for that to begin to relearn, really, or learn something new. It's not that that isn't there. It's not that that's going to go away or disappear. It's just there's going to be a new possibility yeah. right yeah I was just wondering if I could get some support with it or if sure. we could work with it just of a course. little bit oh yeah I like I mean it's beautiful that you're also having the emotive release with it because that's you know that is very um, reassuring yeah it's I've noticed a, a difference it's, it's really working yeah yeah. It's working. Yeah. And, and as long as you don't have any, and I don't think you do, have any, what, beliefs or conclusions about what that means other than it's the healing working. Right. I and mean, I think that's a fairly realistic frame to have on it. And s- sometimes it actually, it's weird um, when when it's dissol- when I'm dissolving into it, I don't know how to put it, but like when it's becoming clearer or I'm becoming more empty, I don't know how to put it, but like there'll be these pockets of like like a bubble and there's like this little small child saying, but, 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 or something like, I can't even barely right. make out what it's saying. And the other side of it is what I call intimacy, where we're actually one with, there's no, there's no more other in our interactions. There's a unified field. I mean, not that we, not, not that we have some unrealistic perception of, you know, that we're not separate, but energetically, we're, we're on that level, we're not actually. And so there's the 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 letting go of the uh, conditioned armoring of of separation or protection, of trying to be safe, right? Yeah. I have some concepts with that. I think that at a different point, I would love to talk to you more about. Um, mm-hmm. 
because coming from a background of Tibetan Buddhism where, you know, it's a miracle if you ever wake up. <laughs> Countless kalpas, like, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like two masters in the past, in the past two kalpas have actually ever woken up and, they t- you know, it's just... They don't want to get you too worked up about, you know, too encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went right. to a, I went to a Dharma talk actually on Sunday, and I couldn't listen to it. You kind of wonder why that sort of uh, propaganda was propagated. I mean, I, it'd be interesting to think about it, but I don't want to right now. Even though it does, it does, it is very appealing. <laughs> yeah, to maintaining think about the hierarchy it. of the llamas. I don't know. Well, it probably keeps them in business longer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's very disempowering. I think you know what it is. It's really why we're not. And when I was in the monastery, you don't, you can't, you're not allowed to wear a watch, and you're not allowed to look at time. Oh yeah, I remember. Not at that. all, ever. <laughs> And so you don't not you not only do you know not know what time it is you don't even know what day it is, you don't even know what month it is, and that's how that works. And so there is something about taking away the so-called future, which is really what it's about, so that you're not sitting there thinking I'm going to sit here and then I'm going to get enlightened. So basically, they're saying it's impossible to get enlightened. That that might, but it, it, it you know you have to understand it. I think in the right context, and I think you do. Yeah. So I think if anything, it's just a kind of another way to say be here now, yeah. because there isn't anything else. And you are, and I'm with you right now. And you're, and I, what I'm feeling from you is a an ability to be disclosed in your vulnerability. And that's different for you. What does that mean, disclosed? I mean that you're able to have it available right now. You're not protecting yourself right now. (laughs) You're not pushing or, you know, protecting. You're actually not hiding your vulnerability. It's beautiful. It is. You know, and I think that we often are afraid to share our vulnerability, but it, my experience is it always brings us closer to others, to the ones that really matter, always. Because it makes us more human and more accessible, right? Not perfect human beings, which don't exist. Not really. Right. So, but and you're very present at the same time. So your the work you're doing is actually moving you more into what we might say being established in awareness. Because I can feel it when I, my eyes are open. I feel it more up here. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, when I feel the energy moving and hear it moving. I always notice that it's more tuned towards going upwards rather than having it go Well, just more. notice what happens. There are all kinds of things will probably happen. Mm. I think you'll also find that where you put attention, energy will go there automatically. I've noticed that too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really, you know, that's consciousness work. It's healing work. and uh, But don't try to make it go where you, you know, in a certain 
way. It knows what it needs to do. And I'm wondering if closing my eyes and then immediately opening them is actually trying to force the point here. I don't Might know. Might be. I was wondering if I could try it with you. Yeah, I just it, noticed you do it, and I'd say yes. Okay. You just did it, and you just demonstrated it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went like that? Yeah, you actually just show. I mean, I just saw it happen and felt it. So... Go ahead, try it. I mean, it is interesting, but I did see that. Now that you've said it, it's kind of be like Simon says, you know. I mean, I, I think in a way that <laughs> there will be a natural, I mean, this is part of learning is a natural inhibition, not a resistance inhibition, but a natural redirection of energy into a new flow. Yeah, I'm noticing it slowly doing that. Yeah, and so the practice is just, that's why practice requires repetition, because it doesn't happen like yeah. that. Yeah. just doesn't. I mean, some things do. There are some learnings that are profound yeah. and permanent that happen. That does happen, but you can't, you can't predict that. Mm. Okay. So go ahead, yeah. This chair is actually kind of... Even the anticipation, you know, can get in the way. Great. So you're really... I can feel you really opening now and expanding. Yeah, I can feel it Beautiful. Relax. Right, right, right. It's like a deepening behind So this it. is this is the instruction I'm going to give you for this. Before you open your eyes, and while you're opening your eyes, and while your eyes are open... Do not leave the gentle, present attention that's with your solar plexus at all. Do not leave it. That needs to be foreground through the whole process. Okay. Okay? Okay. So if you can't open your eyes and allow that to be foreground, don't open your eyes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, opening your eyes becomes the doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. I have a tendency to. We get back. You're getting back into the doer, into the one who's yeah. identified. You see. <laughs> That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's this. You know, in learning means it's okay to fail. In fact, failing is how we learn over and over and over and over again. I mean, I was a concert violinist. You got to hit the run notes a lot to begin to get the right ones. <laughs> and it's funny because every time it, when I open my eyes and I can feel it go like that. Is there a judgment? No, there's just, but the energy moves immediately afterwards. Right. So this there's is some sort of like. So just work, you know, work with that, and maybe have a, you know a friend sit with you so that you'll have a you know like a trigger. Hmm. No, like they say something. No, no just have somebody there that you could potentially, possibly, you know, put up a wall if you open your eyes and saw it. I mean, it's if you're by yourself, it's going to be easier. You're right. No, yeah, I've noticed that, actually. Yeah. 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 So practice with your mother. Or practice with my partner. <laughs> okay, cool, sweet. All right, good. We yeah, got an or, assignment. Or, or, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, really. You, your practice is so beautiful, and how you've been learning is really awesome to be a part of. Thank you. Yeah, you've been quite instrumental. Thank you. You're really welcome. Thank you. You were so much. welcome. Yeah. Okay, let's sit again and just for a couple of minutes, and then I'll have Ben come up.
So learning here is really continually learning to return back to presence, regardless of where you get pulled off or where you get pulled in or stuck or in resistance, doesn't matter. And you, you just that was such a great example for everyone, all of us, and how it works. And so it's, you know, at some point something shifts and then and she very she may very well find at some point she's just available and that solar plex dynamic may kick in a little bit or not and it will be less and less of a challenge and that is what i mean by learning that over time in our life the transformation of our consciousness within our human existence and nervous system, in our mind, our body, our emotions, and so forth, and, and in our beliefs. And even to some degree, I think, our personality. I'm not sure how much of that, but some. All this stuff about your body, it just brings up so much stuff for me, and I feel for you both a lot. And you feel... I feel for you both a lot. Um, I just feel like beaten down by my own body right now. And Hold on, let me turn this up. Sure. Should bring the mic over just a mm -hmm. little bit. Yeah. You have a difficult you have a difficult challenge in your body. Yeah. It doesn't get easier. Um, yeah. Is what I'm It's like this slowly, oh, I, I need to keep coming to terms with this. <sighs> but it feels like, I haven't seen you in a while, mm -hmm. it feels like you've been working on yourself in a way that we've talked about. Yeah. With really starting to express and get some of that blocked emotion to move. It's what it's, that's what I'm sensing. Yeah. That that's happening more. It is. Good. Yeah, even <sighs> as you just... I can feel you. I don't know if you notice, but your field is opening right now. Awareness is opening right now. Wow. Phew. Are you aware of that? Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. It's beautiful. <sighs> and so you know more than most people what it means to be forced to learn. Yeah. To have what you're living with all the time. Incredibly challenging but you're doing a good job you're really it's yeah it's okay to let that come up it gets it gets really big quickly it's really it gets really big quickly like the thought that popped in my head was like it makes it hard for me to know what kind of life I want to have yeah I feel like I'm not in the 23-year-old category with my body. Right. And I, I don't really know on that practical level where to turn mm -hmm. of like, who's going to guide me through this? I don't... Who's going to guide me through this? I don't feel like I... There's the inner stuff, which is... 
is really important. And then there's the practical, like, what the... F- Making a living. Yeah, it's just like, I'm fucking tired all the time. And, and go try to, you know, be active and in the world. And I'm just like, my I feel so off kilter and tight and exhausted and it's just like people trying to connect with people over it and their projections it's so I mean we're talking about trying to learn to be more vulnerable with it and it's really hard to trust people you know why is it hard to trust them? Because I don't feel I don't feel seen. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. It's just hard. It comes in like a fucking Yeah. Like you know, somebody asking me some crap about it. It's like How am I going to sum it up for you? You know, I'm here right now and I'm in pain and it's hard to do this. Whatever, you know, people will be like, oh, are you okay with this walk that we're on? I'm like, I mean, I kind of fucking better be like, I'm trying to exist, you know. Wow. Hmm. Well, you're certainly making progress in your communication and the ability to allow the pain to move through your emotional body more. And I think that over time, along with whatever else you can get help from that can help you, I don't know, because there's so many things and who knows, and right? But um, I can certainly see that there's progress happening, at least in terms of how I have experienced you before. Yeah. And that's, you know, it doesn't make what's hard easier necessarily, no. but it's certainly something happening that's worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you're just talking about, oh, you're doing a lot better with communication. I mean, it's so much of this work is happening alone because I really don't always feel like I know where to turn to actually do it. So it's just a lot of in my room, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful that I can do it at all. But because for a long time I pretty much couldn't. So yeah, I think yeah, you're you know you're 23. Yeah. So it's <laughs> <laughs> you could be discovering a lot. Yeah. And I really hope you do, and pray that you get more and more relief. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming up. Really appreciate it. I think when we learn that learning is a gift rather than a burden, and it can be a burden, and it is often very difficult learning, but the other side of it is the doorways or the light or the space or the relief that comes or the transformation that comes 
in really allowing the deeper truth, the deeper aliveness, literally the creative transformative force of the universe to be conscious in your own life, which is awakening itself. And it is a, it is for me beautiful to be here with you in this space of profound consciousness. And I want to thank you all for being here and taking the time and making the effort and really offering yourselves deeply, profoundly to all of us. Uh, I want to thank you so much. I hope to see you soon. Take wonderful care of yourselves. Lots of love and happy trails. Thank you. <laughs>